Well, happy Friday to all. It is time for another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. And this, counting-wise, makes it 150 times I've said that now. And 150th time welcoming the host to the show, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Hello, Adam. It's great to be with you. And I have looked forward to this podcast for quite a while now. Um, it's just so neat to be able to reach milestones as a podcast. And the very fact that I've done anything 150 times in a row... Uh, says a lot, and uh, we'll get into more of that in specific. But right now, I just want to say that, um, and I've probably mentioned a little bit of this story before, but I, did, I still remember the first time I came in to record with Adam back in October of 2012, and we recorded the first show, and I was like, uh, I've said a lot. It must have been 15, 20, maybe 30 <laughs> minutes. I look over at Adam. I said, well, how much time has that been? He said, seven minutes. <laughs> so got 14 minutes ago. <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be a, a more of a challenge than I thought. But it's been a great experience. We've, we've interviewed a lot of people. Um, and now I've gone, as you heard from last week's episode, I've gone all the way to uh, Franklin, Tennessee to do an interview. So who knows where the next 150 will take us. But Lord willing, we're going to keep doing this as long as the doors are open and I'm also excited to share this time with two other people that have made uh, great contributions and have been encouraging to me as a podcaster. Um, um, my friend Naomi, who is is like a, an adopted sister, and then my friend Russ, who is my brother in podcasting. So I'm grateful to have you guys here, and uh, this should be a good show. So Adam, thinking back over the last... Uh, Almost three years and 150 podcasts. What are your thoughts? Oh, man. My first one is, uh, thank the Lord, it's not seven minutes every time now. <laughs> it's grown a little bit since then. Um, you know, it's been a really cool experience. I remember that summer before we started, you emailed me and you were asking, hey, I was thinking of doing this podcast thing for my ministry. And would you want to come on as a producer and, and kind of a partner of the show? And uh, at the time, I was part time at the at the radio station JQ where I'm at now, and I was like, okay, uh, sure, I, yeah, let, let's let's try it, let's see what happens because we'd met about a year before on a different show. And um, one thing I actually never told you, and maybe I was saving it for this moment, I don't know, or maybe because you would have panicked before if I would have told you this. But um, what's funny is is right the week where I said yes, that next week I was hired in with more hours to do at JQ. So with the way at first a lot of planning stuff was going out and stuff, I actually probably would have either said, oh, I'm not sure if I can do it now or not. So I think it's amazing with God's timing, just how it happened that week before, just enough time for me to say, okay, yes, I'll do it, I'll plan it, I'll make sure the studio is open for that. And then a week later, all this other stuff came in. And three years later, here we are. And it's, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, legitimately, I've had a good time when I'm here hanging out with you in the studio. Well, and I'm just grateful to be able to be in the studio uh, because as Russ and I have talked about, it's not that easy to walk in off the street and get a radio station to give you your own show, as uh, you know, let alone studio space. But I want to thank Brad Lanzer and Lanzer Broadcasting for giving me the opportunity to use the main studios here at WJQ. And I still remember about seven or eight episodes in, we had a friend of mine, Angie, uh, hi, Angie. I know you're a, a big supporter of the podcast, so I'll just give you a shout out here as well. We had her in for an interview 
Because I thought, you know, we have enough room to have a guest. Maybe we could do that. And it soon became kind of a cornerstone of the podcast. Yeah. We have had a lot of guests in. Um, and then uh, with Naomi, I, she really came along at a perfect time, too, because I was about 30 episodes in, and I'm like, what do I do that's new and fresh, and how do I keep this podcast going? Because I didn't realize when I first got in how hard it would be, in a good way, to produce content continuously for, uh, you know, three months, let alone three years. And she and I were texting back and forth, and we both like reading, so we stumbled upon this idea of a Speaking for Him book club, and we are actually in our in our second year of that, getting ready to go into our third year of that, and that's been a good thing uh, to have regular content available uh, as a as a Speaking for Him book club and, and give people not just books that are fun to read, but books that will challenge your thinking and, and actually be good for you to read. And, of course, you've heard some of my movie reviews. Those are always movies not just that I think are good enough to watch, but movies that I think you should watch. Uh, that's kind of my criteria for reviewing a movie. I won't review a movie on here. If it's just good, it has to be really good. Um, and I, But I think that there have been some good ones on there, and I'm going to keep doing that. Um, you know, um, and we there's always, especially in this day and age, there's a lot of good Christian content going into movie theaters and some direct-to-DVD releases, so it's just good to be able to do that. So, uh, yeah, it's just been exciting to see how God has brought things together. And then Russ came in at a kind of a crucial time as well. I didn't really think about how crucial until we began uh, talking more, but, you know, you go through these cycles where you kind of get to a point where you want to keep doing it, but you feel a little burnt out. And then you meet somebody that's doing the same thing you're doing and has some of the same struggles as far as producing content, and it really does encourage you. So even though you're kind of the new guy on the block as far as this podcast goes, Russ, you really have been a huge encouragement to me, and I want to thank you publicly here on this podcast for that. And I asked Russ to come in uh, because one thing that Adam and I often do is we interview people. We interviewed Russ... uh, back last December and that was a really fun time but we have never been interviewed especially as a tandem I've interviewed Adam uh, he's interviewed me of a sort <laughs> um, but uh, we've never been interviewed as a tandem about what it's like to work together so I asked Russ to come in and do that so Russ uh, take it away all right well I'm incredibly honored to be asked to come in here and interview the both of you and Andrew back to you uh, you have, you know, you came into my life too at that that crucial point. So it, it was a it was a two way street there where you, you know, helped lift me up too in my podcasting and uh, and working on the show that I do. And uh, the time I got to come in and interview with you two was quite an enjoyable experience. So uh, it was a lot of fun. Although, as I've pointed out many a time before, it made me incredi- uh, incredibly jealous of the setup that you have here. <laughs> You know, I just have to record wherever I am with my laptop, but you've got a whole studio at your uh, your fingertips there. So <laughs> I know it was funny because I, after I interviewed Wally in, in Nashville, I told him, you know, as soon as this is over, I'm going to email this interview to my executive producer and he'll he'll make it sound even better than it does now. And then it will go up in a few weeks. And he's like, I don't even have an executive producer. So, you get so to throw around I, cool I, I, words like that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I, I, I feel very blessed to be able to do this. 
And, you know, as much as I still would like to work in live radio, there's something to be said for being able to choose your own content and and put together the show and, and be in charge of it and to have it coming off as well as it has. It's just a testament to the fact that God brought Adam and I together at just the right time. And, you know, I can't say enough about the providence of God and the way that he works because I, I wouldn't have been able to put this together by myself. So, Well, you got, I mean, you've got a, a great show here. And, uh, I mean, if I want to send something to my executive producer, I have to f- create a fake email account and mail it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, so it just kind of to start this off here 150 that's that's a, that's a good milestone i don't even know how many i've done on, on my show because i've never kept really count of it uh but how are you feeling uh, both of you how are you feeling with the 150 is that, uh... i i'm really just excited i i like milestones um i i have i've kind of had a bad habit through life as many people have of getting really excited when you start something and then petering out so like i said uh, when I can be at this 150 milestone and not only say it's great that it's been 150, but that I would love to see it be 150 more, <laughs> that's a good sign. Um, yeah. And and it really would not be without the ability to work with Adam um, to be able to do this, uh, you know, week in and week out. Because um, I don't know how I could do um, what you do at. Russ, where you sit in a room essentially uh, by yourself and talk for an hour by yourself. I've I've co-hosted for you on the Russ and I's Your Day show. Let's get the plug in right here. You can find it at russandizyourday.com. Uh, it's a very good show. But, I, but when I've tried to do it for you, I don't even think I've ever gotten to the full hour. I think I've done like 54 and 56 minutes. And I'm like, I finally got that far, you know, let alone doing... Uh, 20 to 25 minutes with a co-host. So, I mean, I, I really respect what you do, but, but the, the very fact that I'm accountable to Adam for making sure that I have content and that I'm accountable to the management here who have given me the studio space and I don't want to waste it, mm-hmm. that has kept me going. And so I think that's a big, a big part of, of what 150 means is just that I've been able to keep it. And also I think it's been improving. Yeah. Uh, throughout the throughout, we the can speak time, complete so. sentences now. It's pretty good. That's always a plus. Yeah, <laughs> it helps in radio. Go figure. <laughs> so, bit. what are you thinking about 150, Adam? Uh, I'm excited. I really am. We haven't caused controversy. We've been fired. Or... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I really am excited though. When we started off, it was one of those things where I was just like, "Yeah, sure, let's let's do it." And I, I <laughs> not sound bad, but I didn't give a lot of thought to it. I was like, "I'll turn the mics on, and hey, whatever happens, happens." And uh, to see that it's lasted three years and running 150 episodes, it's it's been exciting. And one of my favorite things, honestly, to get to see is I love seeing you come in and seeing the enthusiasm on your face and the joy you get from doing this. That honestly makes us all worthwhile. I love when you come in and you're on fire and you're like, I love doing this. That makes it so worthwhile. And it's been great to see that 150 times and counting. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I will say too, I respect your enthusiasm a lot for this sort of thing. You've been, uh, I get some texts from you sometimes and you'll be asking me about my show and it really pumps me up to see you so excited about it. I don't think I've ever seen somebody so excited about, you know, podcasting, let alone, <laughs> you know, radio in general. So I mean that's that's really great that you have that enthusiasm. How how have you as a as a fellow podcaster? How have you kept that enthusiasm up? 
Well, I think coffee. the biggest thing is <laughs> <laughs> so the biggest thing. Actually, I never, never drank coffee. Little True. In fact, never drank coffee until I was 21. Wow. So I waited till I was legal. And, <laughs> and, and now, now I'm pretty much only a social drinker. I don't, I don't drink a lot. <laughs> so anyway, no, but seriously, my mom will tell you I've been podcasting since I was seven years old. And, uh, Cause, and I've always liked to talk, and it's been the one thing that puts me on an equal playing field with other people. Uh, most people that have listened to this podcast for any length of time know that I'm in a wheelchair. Uh, so they know that that's a big part of my life, which I cannot avoid. But when I'm in the studio, um, I might as well be Adam or anybody else. Because as far as my voice goes, you wouldn't know unless I told you that I was in a wheelchair. Matter of fact... I do think that one of my dream things would be um, to do a voice role in like a Pixar film or whatever, because mm-hmm. I could be a superhero or I could be, you know, any number of things that I can't do for community theater, um, which I also enjoy. Um, so, you know, just I think my voice is the one thing that uh, my disability never took away from me. And so I try to use it to the best of my ability. Have you gone down an audition for Red Rock Mysteries yet? To um, I have not, but thing? next no. time I see a a um, audition Keep for something like that, I would love to. I'd love to do that. Absolutely. I did audition once when they did Down Gilead Lane. Oh yes. But they didn't really have any roles for my age group because I can't do very. I can't do a very good old man, and I'm too old to be a teenager, <laughs> convincingly. <laughs> so, but that's definitely something I would like to do. That or Adventures in Odyssey, but that's the oh, big yeah, time. Oh, yeah, that's the big time yeah. there. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to do that, too. But, uh, Adam, now, you, uh, how did you get involved with all this? You said in your little intro there that uh, you met him on, uh, you met Andrew on another show? I did, yes. Uh, there's a, there's a, um, a show uh, on, on JQ. It's called Ignite Radio on Saturday nights, okay. and it's with host J.R. Pittman. Uh, Andrew was a guest on that show, and uh, we did we didn't know each other before then. So Andrew Andrew came on and and was sharing about his ministry and uh, just bringing it home with everything going on in the world at that time. And I was like, this guy's really cool. Like you know, I, I turn the mic on and I get nervous just to talk, but this guy's talking about Supreme Court stuff and everything going on, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, he's a little gutsy. So <laughs> I was like, I was like, this guy's cool. So we just got talking and we found out that. We were, you know, homeschooled and just had all these things in common. And we just got to know each other over uh, that several month period, which was back in, I think, about 2011. And then it was within about a year later that he'd emailed me about, hey, do you want to be a part of this? Because I was working at JQ uh, at the time as well. So, uh, yeah, we actually, in a weird radio web, started a show by meeting on another show. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how it's all been going the past four years. So so you've been with. Speaking for him since the beginning. Now, did you? Uh, where did you see it going? Like uh, from your perspective, when you, when you first joined in on this, kind of what did you see in the future of the show? Specifically, did you see 150 episodes <laughs> in the future there, or what? <laughs> uh, our first show, I, I just saw seven minutes, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh boy, yeah, we're doing all right. It's good. It's first time." You know what? It was one of those things where I I didn't plan it out and unfortunately i think that's a little too much how i do life but uh, i i didn't really think that far ahead i'm such a in the moment person 
that I was just like, all right, this is something new that we're starting. It's every couple of weeks. Uh, let's, let's see where it goes. And I, I, I never was like, uh, crazy expectation man about it. But at the same time, I, I never doubted it either. It was just kind of like, uh, when you get on a roller coaster and you're like, Hey, I'm going to go on for the ride and see what happens. And sure enough, three years later, uh, we're going, we're still going on hills on the roller coaster and it's been good. Now, Andrew, for, to you, if I could speak, that would be a great thing. <laughs> uh, that really helps. But, um, to you, where did you see your, your, your show going when you, when you first well, had the Well, to tell you the truth, the, one of the biggest reasons why I started the podcast was because I have been going back and forth with management at the radio station about getting a job here. I really wanted to work in radio. It's something I've wanted to do since I was seven years old, and there really hasn't been any openings. So my thought process went to, okay, well, uh, what can I do to stay involved in radio? When I'm not doing my morning show bits anymore, because that's how I first came into um, radio. Actually, I think I was still doing them at this point. But how can I get more work than just a couple five-minute devotionals here and there on morning radio or whatever and still stay involved without having a job? And then I realized that they had some times where the radio was on, but nobody was in the studio. So I said, well... um, I emailed Adam and I said, I have this crazy idea. I said, if if Brad signs off, if the ownership signs off, would you be willing to help me um, do a podcast? And he said, uh, let me know what happens. And so uh, a couple weeks later, I had a meeting with Brad. And interesting factoid here, when I first went in, I thought that he was going to have me use the smaller studio, the AM studio. For my podcast, and I thought, well, I'll take it because, because it's it's a studio, right? You know, you don't you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. And then we, I got there for the first night, and Adam's like, we can just use the the main studio. And every once in a while, we have to move over to the AM studio because of scheduling. But usually, we're here in the big studio, and that allows me to have guests. And I really uh, try. You'll find that. There are quite a few little flubs in the podcast that I do, and, and that's for one simple reason. It's because even though it is a podcast, I try to treat it like a live radio show because I still have a dream to do live radio, um, but I, I love this podcast, and like I said, even if I could um, have my own studio, uh, the benefits of driving here to, to JQ, to the, to the studio here, is that I get to work with Adam and working with a co-host is very important to me because it's somebody to play off of. I know that at least one person is listening when I'm talking about something if I have a co-host. So that's that's kind of a shorter answer to your question. I don't usually I don't give short answers, but that's that's a good thing though. I mean, short answers are lame anyway. So that that is interesting. One of the things I've talked to Adam about too. Sometimes you have people in for interviews. We don't have too much of this. But every once in a while, you get somebody in, and they'll give one or two word answers, and you're like, "How does this develop into a whole show <laughs> when nobody's elaborating?" Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm actually glad you do the the uh, the long answers because when I interviewed you, then I was barely prepared for that, so you at least kept talking, so it filled up the whole time <laughs> necessary. So and that's exactly right. Helpful. When we did our hundredth show, if you go back to the archives and listen to that, one of the things Adam and I did was our top five. And number one, we agreed, I think, on four out of five of them, yeah. which was pretty awesome. We did. And number two, the majority of those were ones where we had interviews where the guest kind of took over the show. See, it's not, you know, my ministry is speaking for him. 
So it's never been about me, but it's been about what Jesus Christ is doing through this ministry. And so when I can have somebody on the podcast and they can tell their story and I can get it out to other people to have them encouraged, that's, I have a blast with that. Mm -hmm. Now, speaking of the guests you've had on this show, um, aside from yours truly, when you interviewed me, uh, who has been kind of your, a standout interview for you? Because, well, you know that interviewing me was phenomenal, so everybody loved it. Uh, so take that one out of the equation. What was your standout interview? Well, just a few months in, I interviewed Ed Rivett, who was the legislative director of uh, Right to Life of Michigan for the for the fortieth for the fortieth uh, anniversary of Roe versus Wade. And I was I was just I mean I worked with Ed, so I knew him personally, but there was still a point in my mind where I'm like, this is my podcast and I'm interviewing the legislative director of a major statewide organization. So, um, it was a phone interview because he was busy in Lansing, but just the fact that he took the time out to do that and that it's up there in the archives, it was just, it was a really a special time. And of course, um, interviewing Wally from the Wally show for last week's show was, was pretty awesome as well. Now, Adam, what about for you? Uh, kind of a standout interview for you on the show here. Uh, well, I definitely won't bring it up that I wasn't there, but when Andrew was interviewing Wally when I wasn't there, it was a really, really, <laughs> it was one of my, it's been one of my favorite podcasts so far, and that was just within the past two weeks. Uh, oh, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but we also had, um, I forget his name, but I can picture his face. Uh, was it, was it uh, Charlie or Uncle Charles? Charlie. Yes, oh, thank yeah. you. Yes, Uncle Charlie. Nice. I thought that was the coolest interview. He just came on. He, you know, he was warm. He had a lot to say, and just to hear his radio experience and what he got to do in his radio history so far, uh, I really enjoyed that. That was awesome. That was another one where I kind of pinched myself because here's a guy that's done radio for sixty years, <laughs> yeah, and he's sitting in the studio being interviewed by me. I'm just, I was just in in awe of of that. And I know he's a person, and 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 he's just going where God has led him, but it's just amazing that God allowed me to do that. And it really has given me courage to reach out to more people. I really want to take this podcast more national and get more national interviews. And the more that I get known, the more I have an opportunity to do that kind of thing. I, I'm not backing down. I'm still trying to reach out and contact people. And that can be an intimidating process, but, uh, I've had some victories and, you know, I'll have some losses along the way as well. But, but the victory, the losses make the victory even sweeter. You've gotten, so. wow, you've gotten some uh, really good interviews on, uh, on your show. I'm, I'm very impressed. Uh, I'd try to interview a little bit more, but there's something a little weird about inviting somebody up to interview them in your bedroom. So I tend <laughs> to stay away from that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you need to work, work harder on the satellite studio. <laughs> <laughs> you brought me on the show for this episode to cause a little controversy. <laughs> You're 150th. Yeah. Go all Next out. Next week we're fired. <laughs> <That's laughs> <all you're> <laughs> it's a great run while you had yeah. it. <laughs> uh, so, Andrew, looking to the future of, of the Speaking for Him podcast. What, what do you kind of say? What's your vision for, for going forward? My, my vision is to continue uh, bringing people content that we have. I want to continue doing movie reviews. I'd like to get to the point with the movie reviews where I can get in touch with um, people that are producing the movies and be able to watch them before they come out and be able to give advanced reviews. That's one of the things I'd like to do. Another thing is, like I said, I'm continuing to push for some national interviews. I'm in 
talks with the management of a uh, the, uh, the management of a, a popular Christian band uh, that's nationwide known. I don't want to mention their name until the interview is finalized. But but I'm like I said, I'm just trying to push forward because part of me says, well, I'm I'm nobody in the eyes of the entertainment world, so why should I do this? But then I realize that for everybody that is known and popular, they spend a lot of years or a lot of time as nobody before they finally the hard work finally paid off. And of course, eventually, I would like to get paid for doing things like this, whether it's um, actually working for a radio station or having my own studio, uh, which would be awesome. But I definitely can want to keep working with somebody, and hopefully, you know, my biggest one of my biggest dreams would be able to find a wife who would be interested in doing this type of thing, so that we could work together. Now, do you plan to keep Adam on board? <laughs> I, I'll keep Adam on board as long as possible. Maybe we can even. You know, if we both find spouses, we can do it as a foursome, you know? Yeah, I, I can't compete with the wife thing. <laughs> I'll just put that out there. So I understand that, and I probably don't want to. But, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, it's been good. You never know where things are going to go. And for you, too, you're an integral part of this uh, this uh, show here. How do you see the, the future of it going in your head? I know it's Andrew's, you know, project there, but just in, in your vision, what do you see? Um, I mean, Andrew's definitely the vision guy, Mm -hmm. but as for the way things are going right now, I mean, honestly, I see it growing. I really do because, uh, Andrew's got to meet so many people in the radio world, even just in the past two years. And if there's one thing I've learned about radio, it's, uh, connections. I mean, it's who, you know, and who, who you become friends with and just who's around you in your life. And, And that can open so many doors and God uses that. So honestly, from from here on out, uh, I, I I see it growing. I'm curious about the when did you start reviewing movies? Um, I'm not even sure what the first movie I reviewed was, but I think it was um, something like almost a year in. I'd have to look at the archives to know for sure. But I just um, decided that there was a movie that I really wanted people to get out and watch because one of the things about entertainment too is that people make films based on where the entertainment dollars go Mm -hmm. so if people will go and watch it that shows people that we want those those movies made you know one of the ironies is the number of pg-13 and r-rated movies that come out when if you look at the top grossing movies they're usually um pg because there are things that the whole family can go to. And then, of course, we've had a real renaissance with the Christian films. Because usually, you, when I was a kid, if you got the... Uh, I'm trying to think of the brands. I can't think of them exactly right now. But if you got a bunch of different things, a lot of times that the message would be good, but the production would be shoddy. Yeah. And... At first, when you're a kid, you don't really know the difference. But then when you get a little older, you're like, oh, this is this is shoddy. But now you have these people who are highly skilled filmmakers making high-quality films with life-affirming messages. And so it's just never been a more exciting time to be a movie reviewer. But it's interesting, too, because Hollywood does seem to take for granted that uh, many of the people who go to the movies are actually looking for that family-friendly sort of, uh, you know, uh, tone to it. And those are generally the movies that do quite well. Uh, when they have that, and then when they try to when they try to do those biblical movies, 
uh, they, they actually end up removing God from most of it, and they flop because well, nobody wants to go see Well, it. and here's the thing that I don't understand is one of the recent ones was Noah. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the guy that made it was not was basically an atheist. Yeah. He said, I don't believe in God. He's not a big part of my life. So why are you trying to even make a biblical ep- epic other than to try to destroy it and make people think less of the Bible? Yeah. And whether he might not have consciously done that, I think Satan was involved in that. And I know that sounds like a bold thing to say, but we need to realize that Satan masquerades as an angel of light and he will even use the Bible. I mean, he quoted the Bible to Jesus, so we can't expect him to quit doing that. No, you're absolutely <laughs> right. And I, there is kind of this seems to be that the Christian movies coming out are actually getting better quality wise, uh, that they're actually, you can actually watch as an actor. I do find it hard to sit through a movie where the acting's bad. And like, <laughs> oh, <no." laughs> well, well, yeah, I, I recently saw this meme on Facebook where it said, I'd like to be able to sit through this film without worrying about the acting, the script, the cinematography. (laughs) But, see, my family has always done our own commentaries as movies go on. My dad's big on continuity, so he'll be like, that guy was wearing a jacket in the last scene, and he never went anywhere else. He was just being chased, and somehow it's gone, or whatever. And so he raised us that way. It's his fault. (laughs) (laughs) I always found that, too, when I went and saw... um when I'd go and see a community theater performance and I could never sit through it well because I'd always be critiquing everybody. And be like, I'd do that differently. <laughs> I'm horrible at that. But then I went and saw an off-Broadway one and I was like, oh, this is great. I can actually sit through it and, and enjoy it. So uh, <laughs> I know what you mean. But uh, Now, Andrew, uh, I've had the privilege of interviewing you on, on my show and you've been a very good uh, friend of mine, a podcasting brother, as you've, you've pointed out several occasions and uh, uh is that kind of another aspect of it to encourage other podcasters is that well i've always been an encourager by nature i really think that my primary spiritual gifting is in exhortation um if you look at the website for speaking for him you'll find that that the biggest goal of ours and our theme verse talks about walking worthy of the gospel of christ and, and being the best Christian you can. That doesn't mean that you're perfect. It doesn't mean that you don't fail. But what it means is at the end of the day, your most important goal is to be the best Christian possible and to realize that failure is part of that. But when you fail, you get back up and you do it again. And so and I also think about what Martin Luther said when he said the goal of the Christian shoemaker is not to put a Bible verse on every shoe but rather to make the best shoes available. And by that, be a witness and have an opportunity to talking about Christ. So I kind of feel the same way about podcasting. To put out the best podcast available. You know, when I was thinking about this podcast, somebody recommended to me Blog Talk Radio, which I know you've used. Yep. And I think it works works fine for whoever can use it. But I was like, if I can get a radio studio, I'm going to go that route because yeah. I want this to be the best, highest quality thing that it can be. Um, and so if I can do that, I'm going to do that. And that's why I took, um, the courage to, uh, ask Adam to help me. And that's why I took the courage to ask, uh, the management if I could use the studio because I wanted it to be the best. And you definitely have a gift for encouraging people. Like I pointed out in the beginning that you definitely helped encourage me. You came along at that time where I was feeling a little discouraged and even Naomi, who we mentioned, who you'll get to hear from in a little bit, but, um, 
she also was very encouraging to me, uh, and, and just at the time I needed it uh, to come along. Adam has yet to be encouraging to me. <laughs> uh, so, ten more, ten more shows, he'll be there. <laughs> he's going to work a little bit on that. <laughs> which is really, which is another thing that's really cool because you, you guys essentially met each other through my podcast. And I knew both of you, but now you're at least mutual acquaintances and you've been in, in she's been encouraging to you. Mm-hmm. And so it's just amazing how God weaves things together in yeah. ways that you would never have expected. Because I didn't, you know, when I started getting involved in your show, I didn't expect her to be as excited about it as she was. So <laughs> not that it was bad. I just, it was just a pleasant thing that yeah. was kind of neat how it worked out. And, uh, and I've loved having you on my show. And now for those people who don't know i do more politics on my show which is why andrew likes to jump in on it because he's a very politically minded guy and uh not to not to delve far into that but uh do you do you ever mix that into your you had the guy obviously the the legislative director from uh, from i do actually some would consider that a political issue just a few weeks ago i did an (laughs) issues update for episode 144 if you want to go back to the archives and look at it and we talked about uh Things like same-sex marriage, parental rights, and he even took a sneak peek at the 2016 presidential election oh, nice. and what we need, what we need to be aware of. And uh, while I have you here, Russ, I might as well say <laughs> that I would like to do um, a couple shows with you, perhaps even in this studio, talking more about politics. Yeah. Maybe as we approach the presidential primary next Absolutely. March and things of that nature, and perhaps leading up to the general election as well. Because I definitely wanted to be a part of it, although the primary goal of this show is Christian encouragement in general, so we don't delve too much into the political. But that's why I like to recommend Russ's show, because he doesn't do as much of what I do, but he does a lot on the political sphere and and bringing up things. And uh, he he has more time and in some ways more liberty than some of the national hosts to just put it right out there. And see how people react. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, yeah, you, you do a good job on walking that very uh, very good line there. I, I just go overboard and offend everybody. So, <laughs> <it's just laughs> uh, But, you know, that's really great that you have that interest, though, and that you, you do get the chance to, to intertwine uh, it. And I would love to do some shows with you uh, coming up here. And uh, we'll have you back on to actually host the show. Mm. Even, even ask me to host. Your show. Is there a reason you haven't asked me? Well, you know, I'm trying. Do you not think I can speak for him, Andrew? (laughs) (laughs) I'm working on it. That's why you're here today. I'm working on it. See, little known secret. Russ pretty much records his uh, podcast the day of. Yeah. And I always record mine uh, several weeks in advance. Um, There's going to be something coming up in a few minutes that's going to show you exactly how far in advance we are just because of the nature of these things. But that's that's basically why, because I'm always recorded far enough ahead that I don't need a guest host. Um, and it would almost be kind of awkward to have one just because of the fact that I get so far ahead that even when I'm on vacation, the podcast is made. So. Now, before we wrap it up, uh, there was something interesting that you said. You said that you try to do it as close to live as possible. You can try to treat it as close to live radio as, as possible. That's what I do. Yeah. I hate editing. That's the bane of my existence. <laughs> so like, there's so many podcasters who will always be like, oh, you can just edit that out. I'm like, no, no, that's, I don't want to And then I that. meet some of these people on podcast community or whatever, and they say, I spent four hours editing this. Yeah, and it's for what? It's a helpful. half an hour show. Right. 
for what did you add it for four hours? Like, <laughs> and also, humans have flaws. Yeah. So I don't want to come across as superhuman to everybody else. Like, I have it all together because I don't. I'm not a guy that's doing this because I have it all together. I'm a guy that doesn't have it all together but knows where the answers lie, and I want other people to know where the answers lie. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly the, the philosophy I had going into mind. So that's, uh, I think we're rare form here, you know, rare group here of people who hate editing. Uh, <laughs> I'm preaching to the choir over oh, here. <laughs> Adam, are you a fan of editing while Adam we're on the subject? Because you do so, that. You're, you're actually in the radio business. We're just the, the offshoot wannabes, but you're actually in it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I, yes, hallelujah. Uh, hands in the air with the, the editing thing. Uh, the worst is when you have a time crunch and you got to get it done. Oh, yeah. uh, he can with, tell you about editing our Christmas show a couple of years ago when we did um, a Christmas Carol word for word with with multiple voice actors. That's impressive. Your good friend Dale Bales was actually part of the project as the ghost of Christmas Present. Oh, and uh, so you'll have to check that out. Your uh, your invite to me got lost in the mail. <laughs> Everybody's going to be listening to be like, "Wow, he's really he's going to be that out." <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those things where we we were not we were not we were we were still at the acquaintance stage back then. <laughs> we knew true. each other. But, you know, this is another one of those things about the way God works. Because I was just minding my own business, looking at Facebook one day, and there was Russ with the Russ and I Nation. I'm like, "What's this?" And so I started listening, and one thing led to another, and now we talk regularly, and it's been a good thing. It has been, yeah. And like I said, I hope I've been an encouragement to you as much as you've been one to me. Oh, absolutely. The, Andrew, excuse me, Adam. Too many A's in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before I wrap up my incredibly long-winded interview here, uh, how long have you been working in radio? Uh, I am going in my sixth year this summer already, wow. uh, which is crazy. And let's give you some perspective on this. He's what, 25? Uh, 24. 24. <laughs> 24 is six years. So. He's been working in radio since he got out of high school. Dislike you so much. <laughs> In Penance, I will edit five of your shows to Good, make it right. even. I'm so going to make that, them I mean, so I'll... annoyingly difficult to edit. Send them his way. <laughs> With it, by the way, I have the next two months off, so just keep that in mind when you send those. But uh, it's been it's been a blessing. Like Andrew said, how God works, it's amazing, because a month before I was at the station I'm at now, I, I did not see it coming at all. I, I knew of the station. I had family that listened to it. But I, I had no idea I'd be a part of it, and now what a blessing is blessing it is to be able to do projects like this with Andrew in the studio of JQ and and uh, be a part of the morning show and just all this crazy stuff. I've actually heard you on the morning show. I I, I don't usually tune into to music radio that often, but uh, I decided to tune in and I heard you. And you're you're pretty good. Thank yeah, you. Amateur, but... pretty. <laughs> pretty good. Not fantastic, but pretty good. All right. I'll take that. Well, we've come to the... Thank you, Russ, for yes. the interview. Yes, oh, they're cutting you. me off now. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Quick, get him out of here. The Oscars music is yeah. just playing. But. In, all, in all seriousness, we could go on for quite a bit longer, oh, and we, we, we would all enjoy it, and we probably will enjoy a little bit more at the after party, but... Uh, <laughs> But we do have some other things to get to, and we don't want this podcast to be too long. No. Uh, because although there are a couple hour-and-a-half podcasts that I actually do like, I tend to like to keep this at reasonable commute uh, uh, length. And it's going to be a little longer than that just because of the fact that it's the 150th, so I hope you'll bear with us and enjoy the whole thing. But that's just the way it goes. So right now I have some awards and thank yous to give out. Oh. And I'm going to start. Um, let's see who, who we got here. 
I'm going to start with Russ. Russ, um, like I said, even though you're kind of one of the latecomers to this party, I really appreciate um, that you came along and that you helped me uh, when I needed it and that you allowed me to get into political podcasting as well. So here is a $15 gift card to Bob Evans and a Speaking for Him podcast mug for your morning coffee. And I, I drink coffee on my show, so I can proudly use this on my show. When I yeah, and plug us, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'll remind me. I'll be like, all right. <laughs> and then uh, Naomi. Uh, Naomi, uh, came, uh, like I said, we were texting a few years ago, and we came up with this crazy idea for this book club. I never expected it to go as well as it has, and uh, Naomi gets better and better all the time. She always downplays her skill. But I think she had a hidden skill she didn't know about. But this is a $25 uh, gift card to Carabas. And uh, thank you, AJ, for allowing Naomi to come in and do this. Um, she'll take you to Carabas <laughs> as uh, my thank you to both of you for your support of this ministry, both financially and with the podcast. And then finally, this is a very special moment, and hopefully I don't get choked up. But Adam... This podcast would not be possible without you. It would not be nearly as good without you. Um, I never would have attempted a live reading of A Christmas Carol without you. And uh, I just am so thankful for you. Um, So in honor of 150 episodes of podcast production excellence, I would like to present this plaque to you with my thanks. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. So wow. I, I hope that you'll find a wow. prominent place to display that. Oh, I will. And uh, Wow, thank you. And the, the reason I mentioned the taping early before is because I was struggling with whether to put the date that it's coming out or the date of today, and I decided on the date of today. So it says as of January 4th, or January, July 14th, <laughs> July 14th, 2015. Thank so you. there you go, Adam, and, th- and thank you to all three of you for the part that you've played and hopefully we can continue to work together all of us in the future all right naomi you've been sitting here listening watching laughing (laughs) uh but i just wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about what it was like when i first came up with this crazy idea to have you on the show and what it's been like to work with us over the last couple of years yeah long time listener here no, just kidding. Yeah, she, she, here's, <laughs> the thing. Yeah. here's the thing. I always tell people on this podcast, whenever possible, that I love feedback. Mm-hmm. And when you're a content creator and you don't get feedback, it can be very discouraging. Russ and I have had these discussions. And one of the reasons why this happened is because I call Naomi my super fan. Because everything that I post, she reads and she comments or she likes. And she lets other people know about it. So she has been a fan, I think, pretty much from day one. And so that's part of the reason why I brought her on. I didn't mean to steal your thunder. No. So go ahead and give us some of your thoughts about the last couple of years. No, and that's actually perfect because I was going to say I've enjoyed listening to you for a long time. And I do, anytime a podcast comes out, I'm like, oh, this would be great for my sister. Oh, this would be great. My dad would love this one. So I'm always sharing it with uh, family and friends. Um, I like what Adam, he brings to the podcast. I love the quotes in the beginning. And so I think you've done a great job, Andrew, of picking 
a really good uh, co-host with you. And um, I have had the privilege of joining the book club when Anna, when yeah, sorry Adam when <laughs> Andrew first asked me. You don't want to give I me credit like, for picking books. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ooh, I don't know. Like, who can I pass this on to? And then I was talking to my husband. He says. Why not? You walk around the house telling me all about the books you're reading anyway. So <laughs> please, you know, go and do that. Um, and just uh, my favorite podcasts or uh, episodes are the Dickens, the Christmas Carol. And I was thinking you guys should do another book. I've been trying to think of ones that would be short because I know that's the advantage. So, Russ, and we you've already even volunteered yourself. And, so. we need, and we need to make sure that we can get the rights, too. That, it's going to be Shakespeare. Yeah. Yep. Um, because I really wanted to do a drama last Christmas, and we didn't really have time to secure rights to anything mm-hmm. or to have me write something original. I'm thinking of writing something original, but I also I have to feel it. I have yeah. to know that it's there, so... Those who are listening, we're already talking about the Christmas show. Uh, we need to be planning it because if we need to get rights to something, we need to secure mm-hmm. those very quickly. Um, and we're talking about possibly doing the best Christmas pageant ever if I can secure the rights with yeah. the play company or maybe something original. But I definitely loved doing the the book, uh, the dramatized book of A Christmas Carol. That one worked because it's in the public domain. So if there's something in the public domain mm-hmm. that would be good for Christmas – that we could dramatize for you, uh, drop us a line with the contact information at the end of the show, and we'd be glad to consider it. And yes, I do want Russ in my next dramatic production, yeah. just so that you know Russ. And I'm not just saying that because he's sitting right next <laughs> to me. <you. laughs> well, I know like with your love of theater, um, and Adam's very talented, you both did a great job, and I felt like it was a way that you could bring that love for acting to your podcast. So, Speaking of which, Adam, she really loved when we went back and forth about her singing. So no. she asked her to sing right now. <laughs> well, we were going to give her that first solo, uh, Act One, right, to do the singing portion. I think. No, I just loved you guys were relaxed, and it was you know the energy between you two. It was, it was just good. It was it was funny. Oh, thank you. Not the singing part. So, <laughs> so we have not yet persuaded her to sing. Maybe, no. maybe for three hundred. No. <laughs> no. Um. Uh, finally, the podcast is well done. It's high quality. As I said, I love the quote of the day. Being a fan of history, I love when you do like the history of. Um, I never knew that your nationality smashes plates on Christmas. <laughs> now I do. Um, and it's also really nice when someone else does all the research. I can just listen. And there's lots of times where I will listen to the podcast and then I'll play it for my boys while we're doing um, like setting the table and everything. They've learned about St. Patrick. They've learned about Fanny Crosby. So if you homeschool, uh, these guys bring a great educational uh, podcast. I love the movie reviews. Your guests are always good. That's how I heard about Russ um, was listening to that one. So that day I was typing that in. Um, I also talked to my dad today. And I have to tell you, I was really asking that the Lord give me like a word Um of encouragement that wasn't me and my I just happened to talk to my dad five minutes before I'm walking out the door and he says you know I want you to know I listened to Andrew's podcast and he said and I wrote this on the way you can see my lovely handwriting (laughs) uh your podcast is um very informative he felt like he really learned and also it's very real it's very raw in a good way it's organic um so, yeah, 
That's pretty much it. Thank you for all you do, the hard work you guys do, and the time and dedication that you bring. Thank you well, thank so you much. much, Naomi. And it's kind of funny because you talked about liking the quote of the day, and I look down here, and I'm like, it's still on the sheet. We, didn't go <laughs> we haven't even it done it yet. Ball. It'll be the quote so, of someday. We don't know when. So. I'm a little overexcited. And I do have to real quick, if I may jump in, I have to, I got to give Andrew props because all the research, all the notes, everything, that is all Andrew. I just press the buttons and I edit. He does all the research and all the crazy long words. And so he puts a lot of work into that. So yeah, Adam you do a great job. I throw the King's English at him. <laughs> oh, uh, it's like watching a YouTube video of a car accident. It's horrible. <laughs> so... Adam, why don't you queue up our our queue for the quote of the day, and I will actually read this. Oh, okay. All right. Our quote of the day here is, Know ye that the Lord is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth for all generations. And that's Psalm 100, verses 3 to 5. And I just wanted to put that on here because it is because of the Lord's goodness and mercy that we are able to do this podcast and that we are able to um, reach um, people with um, the love of God and and also... Uh, the serious nature of God, um, but but as Naomi talked about, keeping it raw and real. So I was very, very encouraged today to hear that review from your dad because, like I said, there's a lot of times when I don't know who's listening or, or don't have a lot of feedback. So when I get that, it just encourages me to keep going. And uh, I just wanted to say how grateful I am to be continuing this to be able to keep doing it and we'll continue uh, to do this each week uh, as long as the Lord keeps the door open. I love doing this and uh, we're getting uh, close to the point. Um, well, actually, no, we have a couple months to go, but before long, it might be to the point where we'll be doing even three at a time sometimes. So that could be a little taxing, but continue to pray for us that the content we put out, will not only be a lot of content, but will be quality content. Uh, so, um, because I've thought about doing multiple days a week, as Russ tries to do with the Russ and I Is Your Day show, and I think that the content would suffer if I tried to do more than one day a week. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but but Adam would not have the time to edit. But <laughs> editing 150 episodes... And being with me on that journey, it's a big deal to me. And so I, I hope you understand how much that means to me. And more than that, uh, it's not just working with a coworker, it's working with a friend. And mm-hmm. I know that God uh, orchestrated that even back from when we first met. Because I, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I remember just a few days after I was on J.R. Pittman, you had this, this lunch at the station where some of the listeners came in. And one of my friends, Sue, uh, Sue Locker, she said, she said she sat next to you at the lunch and she asked you about how you felt about me being on J.R. Pittman. And you had told her that I was ready for my own show. So that kind of planted the germ for what became the Speaking for Him podcast. So 
you you often don't even know how you're going to affect people. And the sad thing is we can affect people for bad just as easily. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm very thankful to have these encouraging people around me and to have this opportunity. And I will, Lord willing, continue to do it for a long time to come. Adam, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up? Um, I do. Uh, I love how you touched on about working with a friend because for me it's it's very mutual. It's the same thing. I, I, one of my favorite things about this podcast, besides seeing you get so much joy out of it, is that uh, I have a strong friendship out of this podcast. And that's something I didn't have a few years ago with at least Andrew. So that's been a huge blessing. And, um, you know, you get so busy in life that your main focus can get to – okay, how do I fit this in and how do I get this done today and, and how do I not pull my hair out? But I, I just want to take a moment to just say thank you for asking me to do it and choosing me because really you could, you could ask anybody and, and you came to me first about it and, and that's extremely flattering and that means a lot. And to be able to see how God's been able to use us over the past three years, 150 episodes, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. So thank you. You are welcome. And folks, uh, I think the best is yet to come. As I said, I'm going to continue to push for uh, some high-profile interviews. I've been very excited to see the opportunities that have opened up so far, and I'm hoping that more and more will. So stay tuned. When God's in charge of a journey, you know uh, big things can happen. And we thank you for being with us on this journey and continue to pray for us. Continue to watch the Facebook page and how you might be involved. If you have a story to tell and you really want to come and share your testimony or if you uh, hear about one of the books we're reading and you want to come and join us for the in-studio discussion of the book, uh, feel free to let us know so that we can incorporate you. Naomi shaking her head, hoping she won't have to talk <laughs> as much if somebody else is in here. But uh, I really appreciate all my listeners, and I hope that over the next uh, year or so we'll grow even more and more people will discover it. Um, because I, I really do think that it's high-quality content, and that's all thanks to God and to the people that I've surrounded myself with, or God has surrounded me with, rather. So thanks again for listening, uh, and we, we will be back again next week. But for now, this is Andrew Gomison, and as I always say, keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at speakingforhim. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 